Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Saturday, June the 17th, 2023. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, virtuoso, which means a person skilled in the fine arts. Virtuoso. Hope everyone is enjoying their Saturday or will enjoy their Saturday. Uh, especially here in North Carolina. Man, the weather, the weather, the weather. The heat is back. It's June. The heat is here. Saw that coming. Just did. Just did. Uh, temps up into the 80s, maybe the 90s today, but tomorrow uh, is here. I think it's, they're saying it's going to be close to 95 on Father's Day. Perfect timing. Couldn't have planned it any better. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I like the heat to an extent. <laughs> I really can't stay out there too long. But I do enjoy the, the heat, the, the sunshine. It certainly is welcome at the winter. Even though we had a mild winter here in the south. But man, yeah, the heat is here. The heat is here. Uh, been on vacation. I took a week off. Went on vacation. Went down to uh, North Myrtle Beach. Had a good time. I must say, wasn't too hot. Weather was just right. And that beach air and the sea, the water, the sea breeze had a lovely time. Much needed. Much needed. Uh, man, I, I, what more can I say? Every now and again, more often than not, I think we all need to just take a vacation and relax any way you can I mean uh, yeah I, I took a, a trip down to Myrtle Beach but hey I've taken vacations and just stayed around the house just to protect my mental I, I just did and I will uh, you can't go through the same mundane things every single day especially with work life uh, regardless of your job the, the interaction whether you know you're, you're, the interaction with the public it is is the catalyst for me <laughs> it just is some of you guys are off your rockers you've lost it completely you can tell by the the, the news that you're watching you know your six o'clock or, or local news or your 6 30 um nation news world news man you can tell folks are just losing it they're, they're losing their ever-loving minds it makes you wonder sometimes man what in the world is going on with folks and and just their interactions with other um, human beings. Uh, just the expression, it seems like we've lost our way. We've lost more than our damn way. We've lost our minds. We just have, just have. But anyway, I, I enjoyed that vacation. It, it was much needed. Uh, just to get out of town and, and see and meet uh, different people from a lot of different walks of life. Uh, and when I first, you know, this, when, we, when we first decided to go on vacation, I was kind of thinking to myself, you know, it's the beginning of June, uh, probably won't be that many people there, but surprise, 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 they were. Daughter graduated, just going to the sixth grade, so we decided to take a family vacation. Met a lot of uh, nice, interesting folks down in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I loved it. I, I just did. I just did. I just did. All right, let's move along here, man. Uh, wow. Surprise, surprise, surprise again. Look like we have some new NBA champions. Yeah, I'm a little late. 
Uh, the Denver Nuggets defeated the Miami Heat. Closed out the series 4-1. Miami just didn't have an answer. They just didn't have an answer for uh, Djokovic and Murray and, and, and those guys. Uh, they played a great, that, that was a great series to me. Probably one of the best series I've seen in a while. I got to be honest with you. Just the the, the the perseverance and the basic ball playing. Um, I, I got to admit, there was no finesse. It was just basic ball playing. Ball handling, uh, distributing the ball. Djokovic. I, I, if you listen um, at an earlier podcast, I told you, I said, yeah, that guy's a problem. Not so much his scoring. He's going to get his points. That, that's a given. And that's with any uh, superstar. They're going to get their points. But what makes them a great player uh, for me is how they get their teammates involved. And he did. That's how he distributed the ball. I mean, you know, he's standing out. He's lobbing these passes. These these other teammates are cutting to the basket. They're getting easy shots. They're standing back. They're shooting threes. They're shooting jumpers. All at the bequest of him and his ball distribution. Uh, Jimmy Butler in Miami, man, they didn't have an answer. Uh, those, uh, yeah, I, I won't say for a while it looked like they were going to take something because they only won one game, and that was the second game. But uh, those undrafted ball players Miami had, they played a great, great, they had a great season, I think. But in the end, when they finally met up with a, a much bigger, stronger, faster, um, more fundamentally sound basketball team. They just didn't have an answer. Just didn't. Uh, hate to see Jimmy Butler lose like that. He tried, but uh, he couldn't get anything going. Just didn't have any help. Just didn't. Just didn't. Uh, there was talk of, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. I believe that last game he was supposed to come back. Man, I, the name escapes me. It really does. Hero. Hero was, you know, he, he had a, a head injury. He was cleared to play. He never showed up in the game. They never let him in. Um, Jimmy Butler just didn't have any help. But earlier on, earlier on, in, in the previous uh, the Eastern Conference Finals, it looked like they were geared and ready. I mean, those undrafted uh, players, they were playing pretty good. They just were. They were playing. They were doing their thing, doing their thizzle. Like I said, when they met a more fundamentally sound uh, basketball team, their legs gave out. <laughs> yeah, they. <laughs> by the end of uh, that last game, that fourth game, oh man, they were they were dragging. <laughs> they were, they just were. And, and I haven't spoke to you guys in a while, but how uh, Denver got there, which was surprising to me, that it wasn't. Denver swept the Lakers. Yeah, they swept the Lakers. Did good, too. Looked good doing it. Same thing with Miami. The Lakers just didn't have an answer for uh, Djokovic. Uh, LeBron tried, but he couldn't get anything going. Uh, same problem with Miami. Didn't have any help. I mean, Anthony Davis did what he, you know, he does. He, he had some points. He had the points. But that, that surrounding cast, they just couldn't get in the groove. So the Lakers got swept. A lot of folks were upset about that. I don't know why. I, I, I'm a Lakers fan, and I, I certainly understand. And, you know, there was a lot of uh, online talk about, oh, he's slow. Talking about Djokovic. He's slow. The slow white boy. Uh, hey, nobody, not everybody's built for speed. Uh, his mentality with, with basketball, 
that made up for the speed. Just did. It made up for the speed. Uh, sorry, guys. Didn't look so good. Lakers didn't look so good. And then, of course, you know, after that, they were talking about LeBron possibly retiring. Uh, I don't think he's going to retire. Why should he? I mean, he, I say he still has a few good, uh, a few years left in him. I, I don't think he'll retire. I think that Lakers team, like I said earlier, when that when they first started this super team nonsense that they had, where they were getting all these top tier star players, they weren't role players; they were star players. So they're, they're the star. And, and what it, what's what's their mentality is? I'm the star. I'm gonna do this and that and whatever. Uh, I've never been a fan of super teams. I just haven't. And it showed with the Lakers finally because, you know, they had to dismantle that super team. They were just so horrible this year. Yeah, they were. They were horrible. That wasn't the Laker, uh, a Laker tradition that I saw this year. They were horrible. So, you know, hey, they broke the super team up and this was the end result. Um, like I said, that NBA Finals, that's probably one of the best I've seen in a while. Just was, just was. Whether you think those guys were, you know, uh, Djokovic was slow or, or whatever or what have you, hey, he might have been slow, but he got him a, a, a ring. <laughs> he got him a ring. So slow or no slow, that squad is the NBA champions. And then, man, uh, Denver? I didn't know you guys got down like that in Denver. I thought Denver was a pretty laid back uh, 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 town. Man, uh, after the, the final game, uh, I believe two or three people were shot. And then the, the day or two later, uh, during the parade, someone was throwing a beer can, ended up hitting uh, Djokovic's uh, uh, wife in the face or the side of the head. And, and, and some blocks are half a mile away. Well, gunshots rang out again, and two more people were shot. Why, Denver, what in the world? Those guys, hey, it was their first in ever, ever NBA championship. Maybe the fans were celebrating. Drinking and guns. <laughs> wow. Gotta love it. You gotta love it, boy. Uh, brings me back to what I said earlier. I think folks just haven't lost their way. They've lost their ever-loving minds. Just have. Just have. All right, let's move along here, man. Uh, wow. Old President Donald Trump is back in the news. And I'll be talking about this a little later on uh, this week or, or, or whatever, what have you. He's back in the news. He had to show up in court uh, last week in Miami the face of federal charges. The, the indictment, there were several of however, 37 count indictment for his handling of classified documents or mishandling of classified documents. Wow. All I can say is if, if the allegations are true, because I guess this is still alleged, even though he was indicted, they have evidence that shows he mishandled documents. He lied to investigators, even tried to get his lawyers in on it to say that they didn't have what they had. But if it's true that what he had, and, and now we know the bragging and the boasting of how he had these documents just pretty much out and open, was showing them to any and everybody, uh, the documents were, were, of course, U.S. intelligence, uh, a planned attack on Iran, uh, how the U.S. was handled uh, uh, certain situations or, or uh, foes 
He had all this stuff in his home. If it's true that you had those documents like that, those classified documents, president or no president, I would think, and this is just me, I don't know much about handling of classified documents, but I would think, and this goes back to our security, nation's security, I would think there's some type or sort of chain of custody that when you leave office, somebody would be there and say, hey, give those documents back. What do you need him for? You're no longer the president of the United States. What are you holding on to him for? Yeah, they, they showed the pictures. He had them in closets, had them in bathrooms. The, the boxes were turned over. The documents are classified, whatever, were spilling out onto the floor. They were just laying there. I got to say, for me, and this is just me, I'm always out on that proverbial limb. You guys know, uh, once you leave office, you need to just give that stuff back. What do you need that for? And as we all know, uh, President Biden, uh, presidential hopeful uh, Mike Pence, they found some documents in, in their homes also or libraries or however you want to word it, offices, and they handed them back. But my thing is, for you guys, you elected officials, once you, once you leave office, that's it. Give it back. Why are you holding on to it? Why are you hoarding it? So President Trump now has to uh, answer these charges. Wow. Just wow. Uh, folks, our nation's security. Who's in charge of it again? Might need to get rid of some of these folks because there's another incident where uh, I'm sure you guys have heard this young man. Uh, he was in the Air Force and he got into this online community and somehow he was in direct contact I got a hold of some classified documents that he was not cleared to have he didn't have that uh, security clearance uh, he worked as an IT tech or whatever what have you and he got a hold of these documents I, I guess he took pictures of them and screenshot them or whatever and was in this online group boasting and bragging and, and put the information out there uh, as far as the military goes just like our nation's security, NIS, or whoever's in charge of that, I know full well, as a former military personnel myself, I had a security clearance, but it wasn't that top secret, whatever, what have you. I was just a lowly enlisted person. He was enlisted also. So what they said is the documents that he had, he didn't have the security clearance. He should have never had them in his possession. So this fool, <laughs> this special fool, took documents, like I said, screenshot it, took, camera, uh, took pictures of it or whatever, and was brag online bragging and boasting about what he had in his possession. Young guy, in his 20s. But regardless of his age, I, I know you knew better. This we know full well. So this, this kind of makes you wonder or makes you question our nation's security. Who has access to our classified documents that are detailing our foes and what we have going on domestically. Any that, can any and everyone get access to it? Like our foes? It may be quite feasible. I mean, I ain't saying there's no Cold War. <laughs> You know, like, you know, back in the day, the Cold War spies here, there, and everywhere, they're still among us. But 
there, there's way too many people that has access to these documents whether they have the clearance or, or whether they hold on to them once they leave office there has to be some changes made because uh, heaven forbids if the wrong group or nation gets a hold of these documents and use it against us it is that serious I think so I don't care who you are, whether Democrat or Republican, whether black or white, whether young or old. If you're, uh, you have a security clearance, and you, you know you don't have a higher security clearance, there's no need for you to go around snooping. What are you snooping for? What was this kid snooping for? Was he just bragging and boasting online, or was he going to sell them or turn them over? Makes you wonder and certainly keeps you kind of on edge. I don't know what folks are thinking or believing or, or, or feeling, but uh, me personally, like I said, I don't care about your party affiliation. I don't care about your race. You don't need access to some of these things if you don't have that security clearance. There's a lot of things that goes on that uh, we as regular citizens shouldn't be uh, have access to. Now it looks like certain elected officials shouldn't have access to them as well. Uh, if you're bragging and boasting and you're showing the documentation and saying you could have declassified them if you, if you were president but you didn't, that's, that's not a good look. That's not a good look. Like I said, all of this is alleged. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Boy, old President Trump, man, that guy can't stay out of the news. It's like every day, every other day, there's something. Now, he did kind of dodge one uh, incident in New York where they were investigating his real estate properties. And the, uh, I guess the district attorney or, or whatever, or attorney general or whatever, came out and said, well, there's really nothing. We couldn't find anything, so we're just going to drop the charges. So he, do he dodged that one. Man, every other day, there's something. <laughs> there's something. Um... Uh, Man, a lot of Republicans, when they heard, when it finally came out about these classified documents, they, they're, they're starting to back off a little bit. I wouldn't call them turncoats, but I mean, you, you got to say to yourself, um, why do you have these documents and why are you showing them? Who are you showing them to? And why? Because his former, uh, uh, former attorney general, Barr, came out and uh, Republican presidential hopeful from uh, South Carolina, Nikki Haley, they pretty much came out and said the same thing. If this is true, you need to be held accountable because uh, 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 Barr, the former attorney general, came out and said, if this is true, uh, he's toast. Yeah, I, I just don't understand why you would have those documents. Why, why are you showing them to people? For what reason? Who knows? Who knows? All right, let's move along here. Uh, man, uh, earlier this week, I'm sure you guys saw just like I did, and I was surprised. Uh, that Pennsylvania Highway uh, I-95, when that tanker uh, in an overpass caught fire, the, the whole half a side, well, one side of the highway collapsed. And if you know anything about 95, that's a major, and that's 95 in either part of the eastern seaboard. It run through these towns. That's a major hub of transportation. 
Uh, not just folks going to work or not just folks going using interstate to go here or there or whatever or shopping or whatever. There's a lot of uh, commerce, transporting of, of commerce or goods that comes through 95, whether it's north or south. So uh, those officials in, in Pennsylvania are saying, hey, it's going to take a while for us to get this thing back up and running. Uh, it's going to be a lot of detours, a lot of detours in that area. Wow. Well, it's always something. Uh, I think one person was killed. Uh, it was that that if you saw that video footage, man, they say that heat was so bad it, it just completely engulfed that ramp or overpass, and it just collapsed, melted. I guess I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, we'll see what happens with that. I, I can rest assured when I say there's going to be a lot of detours. And uh, update of sorts. I, I wouldn't really call it an update or a continuation. Uh, you guys remember some time ago I talked to you about that mother in Utah that was arrested for murder. She murdered her husband. Murdered her damn husband and then wrote a kid's book on, on telling kids how to deal with the, the loss of a parent. <laughs> can't make this up she murdered her husband she gave him a, a fentanyl in his drink and apparently it was too much because he died she oh an overdose of fentanyl in his drink and you know investigators are now saying well she appeared in court uh, I guess that was for a bond hearing or whatever or what have you and of course you know the husband's family member came out and said no way no how do not under any circumstances give her a bond she does not need to be out on the street no she doesn't need to be out on the street good lord lady what in the world did your husband do to you <laughs> he killed a man with fentanyl of course they went through her um, browser history of course they found the uh, certain interesting searches of course you know fentanyl was up there I believe there was one search uh, something about the police and, and, and how they investigate murders or, or whatever or what have you you know how much fentanyl I, I don't know about how much fentanyl to put into a, for a lethal dose but she certainly had some searches for fentanyl and investigations uh, Wow, lady. Wow, wow, wow. Of course, you know her bond was denied. Rightfully so. You don't need to be out on the streets. And just like uh, that husband's sister said, if she's released, uh, they're in fear for their safety and the kids' safety also. Because, you know, hey, statistically, when folks kill uh, a spouse or loved one and, and they feel they're being cornered, they may try to kill or kill other family members. Wow. Damn lady. <laughs> Damn lady OD'd her husband with fentanyl and then goes and write a kid's book telling kids, her kids, how to deal with the loss of a parent. Loss that you created. Just did. Just did. Wow. Can't make this up. I can't make this up. All right, let's move along here also. Let's go get it. Uh, if you've ever listened to This Is Just a Thought. In June, 
I devote the entire month of June to Men's Health Month. Uh, there's a lot of ailments out there, a lot of conditions that uh, I won't say men are privy to because certainly women are privy to it also. But for me personally, as a male, uh, I just want to shed a spotlight on on our health as men because uh, I'm going to be 50 this year and we all know around this time when we haven't taken care of ourselves the ailments and sicknesses and diseases come to fruition so that, that's 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 my reason for men's health month i mean and it's usually uh middle-aged men hello <laughs> it's usually middle-aged men because hey we don't take care of ourselves we're not active like we used to be well, you know, hey, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, uh, for a while, long while, like many of us out there, I would uh, go to work, come back home, throw back some cold ones, eat a mess of food, and just lay down and go to sleep. We're not active like we used to. That's why we're seeing these upticks in, in all of these uh, uh, cases and, and these illnesses for uh, certain diseases and ailments. Uh, one of which I'm going to talk to you guys about today is high blood pressure. That silent killer. It leads to so much uh, heart disease. Uh, your arteries, and, you know, whatever, what have you, they're not pumping blood like they need to. So the heart has to pump faster and harder to keep up. Yeah, hypertension or high blood pressure, it is that silent killer. Uh, how many times have, uh, or with family members or friends or people who know people who know people who know people, do we hear of these males that are, uh, they, they seem physically fit and sound, and all of a sudden they pass away from uh, heart disease. And some, a lot of cases, they tra trace back to high blood pressure. Whether they knew they ha had the high blood pressure or they didn't. Uh, those routine screenings, routine doctor's visits, uh, or you just checking your blood pressure on your own, that is very imperative in maintaining our health. Yeah, you know, they, they say hypertension is a very common uh, condition and it affects up to 40% of adults. Mm, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of fathers. It's a lot of brothers uh, that it just is. A lot of husbands. So those routine doctor visits, those, those screenings, um, that's you being physically active. Now, no one says you have to go out and, and lift a damn gym. <laughs> Let's be honest with you. Hell, I'm, I'm getting ready to be 50. There's no way in the world I could do what I did in my uh, teens or in my 20s. There's no way. I, I haven't been physically active. So there's no way in the world I'm going to go into the gym and try to lift that whole thing or go out and try to run a, a marathon. Not going to happen. Uh, most or now we know that for those of us and, and even those that are physically active, uh, you don't have to go and, and run the gauntlet of exercises. Uh, it's recommended highly that we be active whether it be 15 to 30 minutes a day or every other day or three times a week do something get up do something i had to do the same thing i, I came to that realization hey i'm just sitting around here wasting away so hey i i, I become active now 
I need to be more active. I need to be more consistent with it, though. But I am active. I am doing something. Uh, as opposed to before, like I said, when I would just come home, plop, fall out on the couch, drink some cold ones, eat a grub of food, and then just go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, that's the moniker for us. <laughs> it just is. It just is. Um, I think us as men, we now know, and, and we have to admit, we, we have to acknowledge that we can't just bypass these routine doctor's visits any longer. We no longer can sit around and, and not be active. We no longer can sit around and, and eat the whole pot or pan and not be active and think we're going to be physically sound. Those days are gone. They just are. Those days are gone. You know, when I was a kid and, and, and there were a lot of things that I would observe as a child with men and their health and their perception of help uh, some men would say well ain't nothing wrong with me I don't go to the doctor I don't need to go to the doctor I don't have anything going on with me we now know that's not true that we, we can't have that mindset any longer we gotta go to these routine doctor visits we gotta get these screenings uh, there's a screening coming up for me that I'm none too happy with. I'm sure we all know what that 50 year old screening is. <laughs> but I gotta get it. I gotta do it. I, I gotta know. And you know, the, like I said, the numbers for, uh, they said that high blood pressure is a common uh, a, a common uh, a condition and it affects 40% of uh, people here in the United States. That, that number's probably risen. Uh, coming out of COVID, they're still gathering data they're still getting the numbers because folks are going back to the doctors, getting these screenings and these routine uh, doctor's visits. They're going back now. They have to. They have. We, we have to. We no longer, like I said, when I was a kid, man, you say, hey, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm fine. I'm fit. Ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm not going to no doctor. I don't need to pay somebody to tell me something's wrong with me. Something's wrong with me. I'll know. I'll know. Hypertension is a silent killer. A lot of them didn't know until it was too late so us as men we no longer can do this we're leaving behind family wives the kids relatives that's you being taken out of the uh, uh, out of the family dynamic all because you, you refuse to go to the doctor there's something you could have possibly avoided avoided or maintained uh, high blood pressure, you know, it is maintainable. Just watch what you eat. Get active. Hey, uh, cut back on the cigarette smoking and drinking. That is one of the causes of hypertension. Cigarette smoking, drinking, diet. And another one is stress. Now, stress, like I told you guys earlier, I had to go, go on vacation. I was stressed out to the max. Uh, stress... Let's just be honest with each other. It'll take you up out of here. Uh, stress as it relates to high pretension or high blood pressure. Uh, like I told you earlier with, you know, the, the, these, these not being physically active and now the smoking and drinking. Your, your heart has the arteries. They're not getting the, the right blood flow. Uh, enough blood flow. So the, the heart, when it does get the blood, it has to pump harder. That's stress. Those endorphins in your brain, you know, it's sending signals 
and, and, and just think about it if you're not physically active because you're stressed about you know whether it be work or family or whatever the heart has to work harder just does so stress and dealing with everyday life that's a contributing factor to high blood pressure also I mean this we know we no longer can ignore it we just can't we have to now you know the normal readings for high blood pressure which I won't say I didn't know but it 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 kind of made me look and think wow I was borderline for a while because for some odd reason whenever I would go to the doctor they would say ah oh, your blood pressure is a little high uh, we need you to do this that or whatever and it went that way for years until I I, I, I now have high blood pressure I just did now it, it, the normal reading for a, a, a a regular a normal reading is like a 120 over whatever uh, when your numbers start going up to 130 over 80 or one you know 130 I believe they're saying that's like pre hypertension you get in there and then once it goes to 140 that's hypertension and anything over 140 over one something you got full-blown uh, hypertension you need to cut whatever you're doing out they put you on medicine yeah, you got to get active. You got to cut back on the smoking, the drinking, and the, those uh, crazy foods. I was a carnivore. <laughs> I was a carnivore. Man, I would make a plate and I wouldn't have no damn vegetables on it nowhere. <laughs> How silly. Uh, just meat and starch. <laughs> hey, I was the poster child. Yeah, I, I would make a plate. Man, I wouldn't have no vegetables on that thing. I, I, mean, I ain't no rabbit. That's what I heard growing up for a, from a lot of men. Or if I did have vegetables um, on my plate, it was soaked with uh, animal fat. More meat added into the greens. Yeah, collard greens, green beans, turnip greens. And then that fat from uh, the, 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 that animal, whatever you cooked out those greens in. And then you're sitting there with some more meat, <laughs> some more starch. What do you think was going to happen eventually? High blood pressure. High blood pressure. It is a silent killer. Because like I said, uh, you know, for years, I would go to the doctor and they were saying, oh yeah, your blood pressure is a little elevated. You need to be proactive, not reactive. Just get active. Cut back on the, the greasy foods. Cut back on, on, on the just meat plates and starch plates. And get active. These are things we now know. We no longer can deny I won't say avoid we no longer can deny this is just what we have going on with ourselves at this point in time in life in the world so uh, if I can say anything to anyone I'm not uh, standing on the soapbox pre soapbox preaching or anything because I have high blood pressure I have diabetes I have high cholesterol and these are some of the things I'll be talking about this month also uh, um, Along with what's really concerning, and I'm really going to talk about this, colon cancer. Um, now, if you listen in the past, when I did Men's Health Month and I talked about colon cancer, it was mainly reserved for 
older men, um, men mid 50s to 60s or whatever. But what has happened now, they're finding within the past year or so, uh, they're finding that a lot of men are getting diagnosed or a high number of men are getting diagnosed in their 30s. That's a problem. Like I said, colon cancer was usually reserved for the old guys. Like men in their 30s or, or 40s even. So there's a rise in colon cancer. For men in their uh, 30s or 40s. No longer is in the mid-50s to 60s. So those numbers are up. I'll be talking about that. Like I said, we have to, we can no longer avoid the conversation. We have to handle it. All right, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to skedaddle. I just wanted to talk to you guys uh, a few this morning. Uh, if you know any male out there, whether it be your husband, boyfriend, talk to him. Strongly encourage him. Hey. Start going to the doctor. Start checking yourself out. You can have something going on with you that could be maintained. Or you could cut it off at the path. Just can't. Just can't. Well, I'm going to get out of here. That's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to listen and follow on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio, Public, Verbal, and WordPress, and, of course, YouTube. Hey, hit that like and subscribe button. Share. I would, I would, I would love for you to share these uh, videos that are coming up this month, podcasts that are coming up this month, because we are going to be talking about Men's Health Month. Uh, a variety of topics and, and diseases and ailments and conditions. Share. Uh, share it with the male. Let him know. Hey, this goofy guy here that has <laughs> has high blood pressure, uh, high cholesterol, and diabetes. He's being honest and, and real and telling you, hey, go get checked out. Just say, just say. Well, I would like to thank you all for lending me your ears. And as always, like I said, hit that like and share button. Uh, subscribe. Share with any and everybody. Thank you for listening. As always, this is Stephen Cornegay for This Is Just a Fault. Amen.